Oh, I don't have a little intro thing. Just say welcome to the cool. show. Welcome to the show. Yay! Woo! Da, 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 Rendezvous with Destiny Outcast. As ever, I am your not so humble mm-hmm. GM Loose. Um, we're not actually doing an episode today, we're talking about stuff, and with me today, I have. Hello, I'm Well, and I'm just playing Well for this one because we're just talk- we're doing a little retrospective of season two, which has just finished now. So if you haven't um, finished listening to it for some reason, go back and listen Spoilers to it. Spoilers ahead! Because, Spoiler alert! Spoiler yeah, alert! You'll be spoiled. <laughs> and. Um, to my left, I have the wonderful... Hello, my name is Am. Uh, I'm playing Am, a sleepy Am today, an undercaffeinated Am. Mm. And an Am who is excited to talk. Oh no, I'm yawning because Lucy's is yawning. <laughs> and That's how yawning works. What is who is what is that beautiful, sweet angel voice that I hear? <laughs> who is this? Also yawning and sleepy. It's me, Chloe. Playing Chloe. Here we are. Here we are. <laughs> Look at us it's now. Us, the who would have thought? I'm not me. Scottish. No. Sorry. I don't know if you could tell. I'm a quarter Scottish. Yeah. I'm distantly Scottish. Yeah, distantly Scottish. <laughs> Will Sorry has no that. relation. Okay, so. I, I, I do not. I've got no relation to anything. <laughs> Will shouldn't be here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so season two has finished. Um, yes. yes. Did we like it? I loved it. It was so unexpected, but mm. in like a good way. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. I, I had like no idea where the story was going anyway, but this was not this would not be in my top ten guesses. I've been posting theories in the group chat, but I'll get to that in a second. So, Lucy, yeah. I, I, I liked some of the theories you've been posting. Why don't you talk about what kind of motivated you to do the change of setting and kind of take us on the journey that you did instead of doing something I don't know more traditional monster of the weeky? I didn't, I didn't particularly feel like doing something traditional Monster of the Week-y. I like this, I do like the Monster of the Week system, but with Bite Marks, I just thought it would be a bit more interesting if it's more focused on, rather than, ah, oh, go here, solve this, go here, solve this, mm. go here, solve this sort of thing, like individual little stories actually make it a lot more yeah. expansive and keep the focus really close in on, like, the terrible dynamics between the three of you because I flagged <laughs> yes. up so early and I was like cool this is what I want to run with I want to run with you guys being put in situations and how those characters are that how your characters are then going to deal with that and deal with how your dynamics work out while you're trying to solve fix these things and find out information and it's been going amazingly and I'm really happy <laughs> I find it really interesting because I think not to kind of dunk on us too much, but it's very indicative, I think, of all of our friendships mm-hmm. in that, like, we will argue and disagree and fight about stuff. And then, but then, like, when it comes down to the wire, be like, yeah, of course I will, like, do this thing and yes. help you. I'm mad at you, but I'm going to do it anyway. Of course I will hide the body. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Guess I have to. Because <laughs> yeah. the, the first um, season was quite tight and claustrophobic in a sense, because you were just in 
the Scottish Highlands just in your farmhouse mm. and a little bit out when meeting all the other packs and everything but I knew that I did want because okay, obviously with Max's backstory there's the connection to London I know I wanted to get you down there and then I was sort of thinking well I could just make it huge now yeah. and introduce <laughs> all this weird politics about all the fairy tale and folklore which I love I also have been rewatching Grimm recently oh nice <laughs> so I've been um, after this I've, I've been getting some ideas of different weird little creatures and things it's very cool which is what I love Grimm so much. <laughs> Yeah, I think definitely season one really felt like you being like, here's what the deal is with your world, mm-hmm. your everyday. Here's what like kind of the Scottish werewolf situation is. And then um, you were like, got all that? Good. Now forget it completely. The world is a million times bigger than you ever thought. Yeah. Which I think Declan and very particularly Harriet are kind of going through right now and being yeah. like, oh, what? Like Declan, I feel like Declan has the the idea of like, London being a bigger fish mm. more keenly than Harriet does, but yeah. he doesn't have it in the like supernatural sense. So we have the kind of three levels of like Max yeah. is like, I'm fine. Declan who's kind yeah. of like uncanny valley, and then Harriet who's like, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah ab- absolutely. Um, and I think it's a really interesting transition we've had this season as well from the, the first one, which was mainly in the Scottish Highlands, you know, very much in the middle of nowhere, more like like nature horror mm-hmm. like um, yeah that's a really good point Cameron the Woods sort of vibes and this one was very urban. like urban horror yeah. instead mm, you know yeah. which I think was yeah an interesting transition to have and I think it's changed the character dynamics a little bit as well mm. I think all the I'm characters the one who's on home grown, now yeah, yeah the characters have grown in very interesting ways yeah what what can can you expand on that because I'm curious because I don't have that outside of, you have that outside of perspective yeah. on yeah. all three of us yeah I, I just think it is interesting how as I said like uh, in season one there was the tension is still there between all three characters but the tension has very much changed you still obviously there's still that sort of like not distrust or it's obviously clear that you'll trust each other very much but there's still that oh I don't really like you sort of thing going on but because I think you've been thrown into this this, especially in season two where you're like we are very much fish out of water we do not know what is going on. There's so much going on. We're now, like, for some for some reason, we're moving in the upper echelons of, like, insane politics that's happening. We're not... We don't know anything, what is going on at all sort of thing. And you've sort of bonded really closely together in, I'm going to say, quite a toxic way. And it's... <laughs> Codependent? Very, us? Codependency. Yeah. It's very fun for me to watch. So sometimes I would just, like, put something there and just like, I just want you guys to roleplay as your characters, and mm-hmm. I'm just going to let you run with that for you, 10, 15 minutes. You love to identify kind of where the disagreements and the yep. cracks are, and then mm. be like, here's that exact situation. Yeah, here's the thing. I'm just going to poke this tangled ball of whatever this is. I'm going to poke it right here and see what happens. You just kind of go, so here's a mirror. Yeah. Go. Are there any NPCs this season you're really happy with? Because I know every time I've mentioned Tony Nine Lives, yes. you, you've loosed us, but like, I did such a good job with him. Which she did, but it's very Tony. fun. Yeah. There's so much more to Tony as well. Aww. He's so fun. I was also very proud of the name. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great name. Little peek behind the curtain is that on Mag's and Am's agenda, out of the prisoners, is to find and prioritise the person who looked like they were related to Tony. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. If we get, if we get a, like, a, a favour owed by Tony Nine Lives. That's exactly her <laughs> thinking. Because she's like, I want to save all these people. If I have to pick one, it's going to be him. Yeah. Because that gets us more stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that... So, 
Obviously, the story is set sort of in semi-contemporary. Yeah. yeah. No is there, anything, is there anything about the story you think would have changed if it had been set 200 years previous? Or do you think it's think the essentially story, the same story as the set dressing? Probably would have been the same story. Mm. Um, you just wouldn't have had phones. But mm. it still would have been very much, you know, you're, you're down London, but it's Victorian London. Yeah. Um, it's just set dressing, really. I suppose the only thing that would really change is that everything would just happen on a slightly slower scale. But you've got weird magic stuff you can True. do. So yeah. not really. Yeah. I think the reason why we're using mobile phones to communicate and not magic is because mobile phones are cheaper and more available. Yeah. yeah. But that doesn't mean that that magic technology like mm. but doesn't, doesn't exist. Doesn't one of you have access to a power you can just talk to people? Yeah, Harry can do that. Yeah. <laughs> you can just talk to people. I can literally just like the entire pack and just be like, hey. Yeah. So every now and then I'm like, hey Ephraim, here's an update. What's, what's going on? Yeah. Yeah. So like, because you the have that. The next one's going to be wild. Yeah. You have that ability. So it's been like, cool. Just phones just make it, having simple phones just makes it easier mm. in certain set in some sense, but it definitely will change it. It being more modern would definitely change it a lot. Yeah. Why yeah. I did not do that. I would love to, if we, <laughs> we've talked about how we think we're going to have maybe two more seasons of yeah. this campaign. But if we ever did like a one shot and a one off set in this world with these characters again, mm. I would love to do either a time travel episode that or like we are sudden not our characters have always existed in the past and it's we just set the time back a few hundred years yeah. just to see how those dynamics work. I think it could be quite cool. But yeah, that, that's definitely something that could be done. Because I know that obviously the plot wouldn't change that much, but in terms of Mags, who is a very kind of feral, a butch kid. She wouldn't kind of be able to exist in I don't know Victorian London mm. in the same way that she does now, and it would change a lot of Probably. her perspective. I think. Mm. But because again, I don't think in something I don't think it would actually change that much mm. because obviously you were still grown up in the pack in Scotland. And yeah. Because your pack and the others weird, it wouldn't have had the same like. I think more like when she went to London. Yeah, that it, would be very yeah. different. But I don't think that would that that wouldn't mm. change who Mags obviously. It, before, but Max would still be Max. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Um, I've had so much fun this season. I think one of the things that I have really, really enjoyed is not just beyond the character dynamics, but the way that, like, Chloe and Will have kind of been really unafraid to bring their A-game mm-hmm. when role-playing, and it's been oh, really, really so good. good. I think mm. I really, really value how much trust I think we have at the table mm. yeah. and the kind of big swings that we're willing to take because in the, in the name of the story. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Absolutely. I'm so glad that you finally split the party. I was waiting <laughs> for an opportunity <laughs> to mess with you all. Oh, dear. Will you, t- I, will like, you tell us what like, it is? No, I was like, the elevator is in this room. Yeah. I know that one. That some people are going in the elevator, some people are going to stay up here. I did not know what order it was going to be. I didn't know, <laughs> but it was essentially, yeah. um, it didn't matter which one of you was on your own. Yeah. Something was going to happen to the one of you on your own because of one of the hard moves I had. Oh, God. So it is a use of a hard move and it is bad. Because when we were talking about it yesterday, we were like, oh, someone's attacking Harriet. And you were like, I didn't say they were attacking her. I just said they were there. Yeah. And we were like, oh, could be an ally then. We don't know. I mean, the girl was incredibly scared of them. So I'm going to go with We're friends with some scary dudes. I don't know. (laughs) Well, this girl's a witch. She probably is as well. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so Am's Conspiracy Corner yes yep. Am's Conspiracy nice. Corner I have several theories yeah. <laughs> I have several theories some of them are very interesting my current working theory is that because when we were in the library and there was a bunch of Greek and Latin stuff mm. and because I know how Luce's brain works 
and because we couldn't get a read on the kind of leader of this church thing cult is that we are and the all the religious imagery is that we are kind of fighting um demigods because i think that is some kind of ironic nonsense <laughs> that loose would decide to do after season one um i also think it makes sense with to me that i know that like obviously the latin they there is i think if i remember correctly and let me know if i'm wrong there was latin and greek material in the library yeah yeah, yeah you see mm-hmm. both and latin if it was just latin i would be like catholics yeah um, but the Greek stuff makes me go, hmm. Mm. Um, and I also think the, the this kind of read on the this shadowy kind of leader figure as someone who is very powerful magically, but is totally different from us, and also historically demigods being like slayers of monsters, mm, and true. now we are the monsters. I don't know. It's just some thoughts that I have. It makes sense. Do you think it's a good? Do you think I'm right? Do you think it's a shot in the dark? I don't know. What, 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 what theories do you guys have? What do you think is happening? I think Am is sort of along the right lines here. Yeah, I, I, I don't know, but it is a total, total mystery. Yeah, yeah. Mm. we have two two seasons. Yeah, two seasons more to figure out what's going on. Yeah. I'm waiting for. We've talked a little bit about it. Um, so I, I think it's pretty much an open secret. Uh, so stop me if I'm revealing too much, mm. but in Will's we built all our backstories together my character's mentor is the wolf that turned uh, mm-hmm. Declan mm. and got kicked out of the pack um, potentially killed like we have talked about how in theory they were killed but none of us saw it happen so that is something that Luce can kind of use whenever she wants I've got plans and around every corner I'm like where is he ah. what are you gonna do <laughs> I'm waiting for you to twist that knife. I'm prepared yep. mentally. Mm. Mm-hmm. You'll get nothing past me. I got big backstory plans. Oh, good, good. Yikes. All of you. I, Yikes. I, I think it's generally quite interesting as well that <laughs> we started off with like the pack dynamic with Ephraim as Galfra and everything in the first season, and now with us being so separate, we've almost sort of formed another pack with a new dynamic instead. With Harriet as the Ephraim. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, because there was that point where like Declan made some sort of comment about. Harriet making a good alpha, and it was like, oh no, we don't say that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And Harriet was like, no, no, no. no. <laughs> let's figure this out. <laughs> yeah, so it is really interesting to put ourselves in this headspace where there's stuff that, as regular humans and people, stuff would be totally innocuous, like saying, oh, you'd make a good leader, or like something yeah. like that. But in the context of the world that our wolves live in, we're like. What? Yeah, and like you Insane. don't do that. You don't. You don't like even hint at challenging me. Yeah, alpha, you know. Which is one of my favorite things about the party dynamic is that obviously there's a lot of stuff in the world that Mags is kind of not really know about. Mm. Like I try to talk, I like involve dog-like behavior in her so much with mm. um her like sniffing and mm. and eating stuff, whether I she's really in like, like human or animal form. Mm. Um, and Declan and Harriet, who obviously, like, raised as humans, are like, what are you doing? (laughs) You weirdo. I think that is actually also a very interesting part of the dynamic, that obviously Mags was born a werewolf, has always known Mm. uh, she was a werewolf. So she's very much like, yeah, I'm a werewolf, I lean into, like, Mm. that's just who I am, whereas Mm. these two are still very, whereas, like, yeah, uh, Harriet and Declan are still Mm. humans who can turn into wolves, rather than... I like, yeah, I, I like though that we've got a kind of 
a, a kind of spectrum though because yeah. Harriet's been well for like in. nearly half her life. Yeah. So and has very you know, much embraced it. I yeah. Think, right? Whereas Declan is, is very new and is like also what? not embracing it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think that reluctance is really clear in Declan's character. Oh, definitely. Mm. And it's what makes him so interesting to me because. He, he's so subtle with that cat. I know. He's a fun character to play. It's and... all so toxic. I think yeah. the thing that's the most interesting to me about Declan is that despite him very clearly not enjoying being a wolf and refusing to embrace it, he is not actively fighting it. He's not yeah. going to find a cure for being a werewolf. No, it's, he, it's, it just is what it is. Yeah. He's just like, mad about it. He's like, I don't have to like it. Which is why <laughs> Mags tries so hard with him, because she's like, you're not running away. You came to the pack. You have stayed here. You didn't leave like I did, so clearly there's something yeah. about being in this pack and being with us that you can't run away from, and it makes her really sad to like see... She's like, it's fine if you don't want to be a werewolf, but then commit to it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I've also found that interesting though, because I think like Declan's the only one that, ha- that like hasn't run away. Because obviously, yeah. Max, Max ostensibly ran away from the pack. Uh, doesn't want to be here really. No. Nope. Um, Harriet at first ran away and then yeah, came back. Yeah, normal life. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and but Declan kind of straight away was like, guess this is my lot then. Yeah. yeah. You know. He's <laughs> very resigned. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, I'd be I'd be interested, and maybe it's something that we could do. Would be like a little story around when all of the P- uh, PCs, oh, why the wolf first turned or first like had that little werewolf Ooh, moment. Yeah, um, I think that, that could be an interesting, yeah, like little kind of prologue. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In I'm won't go too much into it because obviously we don't want to. It'll be something I think maybe something really good for like a final episode or something. Yeah, <laughs> some, but yeah. flashbacks almost. In my mind, uh, Mags's mother, whoever she is, because it's not really important to the story. Uh, gave really yeah, Mag. gave birth to Mags in her litter while in wolf form, and Mags was born as a puppy rather Aww. than a little baby. Like that in my head, sense. that is what happened. That yeah. makes so much more sense to yeah. me. Yeah, <laughs> it's Aww. really good fun, and I really, really like this fun. game. Yeah. yeah, and we're we're having a little a little break now. Yeah, so we're gonna girls. do we're gonna do forming girls episode after this. I'm gonna release this before. Yeah. Yeah, so um, we've now got a fun little one-shot with Friend of the Show, Hamilton. Yeah, We're playing as Mean Girls with Anne's like, adapted Mean Girls system with about high school clicks, which mm. we're um, very excited for. We all lent very hard into being actively awful teenagers. Yeah, we did. It's always really good fun to watch something where people... Sorry, Will has put my Kermit soft toy puppet on and is making him talk into the mic. <laughs> yes. What what is What's your wisdom, Mr. I, the I, I can't do a Kermit voice. <laughs> so don't make me do a Kermit voice. But. Uh, but yeah, it's a really... Uh, we had a lot of fun recording the one shot this weekend. That's why we mm. sound so tired is because we spent yesterday yeah. doing four episodes and then we were out till 3am. Yeah! yeah. yeah. Woo! Yeah. We did, oh, we did start doing shots so early. We did. You started it. Do you know I didn't? Uh, <laughs> I was like, let's get a cocktail. And you were like, we could do shots. Yeah, <laughs> as in later. And you were like, yeah. bet, I'll go get some right now. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, a- anyway, this Mean Girls one shot is yes. about to come out. Yes, I have. It, it's using the Mean Girls uh, system which you can find by Lisa Broman on Itch.io. Mm-hmm. I have kind of added a bit of my own stuff to it. Um, to kind of help facilitate the story I wanted to tell, which includes a guild system of high school cliques. Yeah. 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 Uh, and I think everyone had a fun time, which was really good. Really and and then um, after that, 
we will return with RWD Season 3. Season, season 3. And I'm going to die. Uh, yes, very, very much maybe. It's, it's going very badly. So I'll be interested to pick it up from that. And um, Anne pointed out yesterday as well that this is like the first time that we've had a cliffhanger between like seasons. seasons yeah. Like yeah. Sometimes we've had like a dramatic reveal last thing, but. Luce loves to do in the past or has loved to do a like a light twist or reveal like at the end of yeah. the last season of uh, Outcast where she was like and you're going to London yes. and we were like ooh <laughs> but, but never like a you know in media res sort of yeah. thing yeah. Yeah. Like, I've been wanting ooh, to do one for a exactly. while and I was like try, I was, I was try, I wasn't like trying to like engineer it to happen so like, if it didn't happen it would, didn't was it didn't need to but I was like I've got yeah. a hard moves and I think I'm going to be able to do this I think, and it worked really well yeah I think that best <laughs> yeah. describes your GM style is you are the thing you're really good at a million things about GMing, yeah. But I think the thing that you are best at is scoping out opportunities and then just like sniping them as quickly as you can. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Will is messing about with the Kermit puppet again. Um, we will wrap up very shortly, but I just wanted to say favorite moment from the season Ooh. and thing that most surprised you because i have two the thing that most surprised me was like fred turning up in the in the fairy fate yes. i didn't, didn't <laughs> expect that because I, I gave Lou some rough backstory we didn't really talk about it he's my she human friend picked yep. it up and rambled. yeah my, my totally real human friend uh favorite moment i really enjoyed us like um mission impossible style trying to sneak into the police officer's house oh god we yeah. so that bad was, was, we did it dreadfully so <laughs> that's so bad, bad. and you know what we got away scot-free set off a huge alarm which is <laughs> so funny oh my god what if the person no that wouldn't make sense for the witch to scream it's, it's fine or if the person was the policeman yeah, yeah we've just been the following us the entire scream. time <laughs> it'd just be funny though um yeah i think the thing that surprised me the most was probably how large scale mm -hmm. everything is mm -hmm. i think yeah. so this idea of like this townhouse filled with like i don't know what was it 150 200 people yeah um and the operation being kind of so slick and well organized because to us and is seemingly just started and come out of nowhere which is why it's kind of so scary at mm -hmm. how competent they seem to be um yeah you don't know how long they've been doing that yeah, yeah. my favorite moment was when I realised that there was a potential saboteur inside the fair and I like dipped to yeah. go and tell the council about it and you guys were like, seems like she knows what she's doing, don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, that was very funny. I thought that was really good because I think it, it was funny but it also showed the kind of trust that mm -hmm. our characters share. Yeah. And also yeah. Mags's tendency to just bolt. <laughs> <laughs> but also the fact that like they've gotten used to the fact that okay Max just bolts but when she does it's you know it's she important. has a good reason she has for a reason it, yeah. For yeah, it. yeah so yeah, we'll just yeah. let it's, her do it's it it's not it's not for, for nothing yeah. yeah I really liked the the just the idea of the massive tree at the fate and going up the tree and like having the the leaders at the top and all of that just mm. absolutely stunning visual I loved it yep <laughs> second second time we've had a weird a weird, weird tree in, in, in season the, um, two of the campaign yeah <laughs> yeah specifically right Love a season two tree. A classic mm. loose move. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We still don't really know what is going on with that um, no. weird doppelganger thing. No. Nope. 
That yep. was weird. Well, well, I guess we'll find that out. Yeah. yeah. Because time. in classic <laughs> loose fashion, it's like, mm, you found the weird thing. Now something else is happening. Yeah. Now, now you have to deal thing. with something else and then we just all forget about it. You're <laughs> really good at building a mystery because you're great at dropping clues slowly that we figure out what they are kind of on their own, but not the connections. Yeah, yeah. And then in the last minute we go, Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Uh, my favourite moment was when you were you were like snuck into like this big weird church Temple church. church. Temple church. No, not into the temple church, into the where you're in the town oh, and you yeah, have a big yeah, meeting yeah. going mm-hmm. on. And then he was just like Welcome. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You must have been so happy. I was so happy. <laughs> uh, it was it was a really good season. I love how you can kick things up, I think, when things get more serious. Um but I think the best the best thing I can say is just like thank you for being a good oh, yeah. yeah, you put in such hard work and we love you so much. We do Okay, okay, guys. Um, Am is sleepy. Am is so morning. sleepy, and Disney, I have to go drive Disney. a car now. Mm-hmm. So my oh. question is, uh, where can people find you? Uh, they can find me at the bottom of a well. Yes. Mm. Summon me on a moon on a moonless night. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Excellent. I might appear. I might not. I'll probably be asleep. Beautiful. I love it. <laughs> Um, so the other place that you can find me, I mean, we've guested all the stuff like Cosmetic Films before, which mm-hmm. is like fantastic. Get kind of that. Um, you can find me if you search for Fueled by Chaos on Spotify. Um, there's our friend Hamilton, who's going to be in the next episode, who ran um, some fantastic games, including one at a con, which was like Ain't Nightmare pop culture sort of crash <laughs> set using the Morkborg system, which Chloe and I were both in. So you can find that if you search for Fueled by Chaos, or I think it's just at Fueled Chaos on Twitter mm-hmm. for a friend Hamilton. Uh, Am and I are also... In a podcast where we talk about movies, we talk about the IMDb Top 100, um, so you can find that by searching for The Date Night Driver. We will have just released an episode starring Luce. About Gladiator. That we recorded five minutes before this. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. After having watched Gladiator over three days. And uh, last but not least, Chloe, tell us about your me. stuff. You can find me at Chloe with the Flow pretty much everywhere. I stream on Twitch, uh, I act, I sing, I do far too many things. Uh, most notably, you can find me with Am on Deck of Many Aces, Whee! the actual play podcast made with actual asexuals and aromantic. Uh, we play D and D. It's fun. We're about to level up. Yeah, uh, we're both multi-classing now. Woo! Uh, it's great. Multi-classing. Um, it's fun and legal. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you can. Oh, you can also find me uh, again on Fuel by Chaos on YouTube in Bowie's and Spelljammer, um, which is very very fun. Where we all play different versions of David Bowie, but we're Yay. in space and it's crazy. And um, I am now notorious for derailing Hamilton's games. Yay! Yay. <laughs> um, yeah, that's me. Thanks so much for your time, Wolfpack, and we will see you in the halls of St. Hugh's High. Bye! Bye.